Welcome to Constant Struggle. Yay. I'm Nick Watson. And I'm Bree Watson. And we're, uh, we're on tour today. Uh, we're interviewing uh, an amazing artist from Dunville, Ontario. Lacey Williamson is here with us today. Hey. And a studio welcome. audience. And a studio, live studio audience. Welcome, welcome to the Thanks. podcast. Welcome here. Thank Thanks. you. Yeah, this is such a cool space. I agree. Uh, let's describe the room in here, Bree. Okay. It's dark and painty. Yeah, we're sitting on sofas that are covered in paint. The walls are covered in paint. There are paintings on the wall uh, and paintings off to the side. It's like a, you're off. I guess this is the office part. Of yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. Of, uh, of uh, the LCW. Is it LCW? LV. LVW uh, Creative Barracks yeah. in uh, Dunville, Ontario, which I'm sure a bunch of people listening have never heard of Dunville, Ontario. <laughs> It'll be on Google. You can look there. It's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Uh, And Wikipedia. (laughs) They have both. Both those things you can check on. Yeah. And we're, uh, and I met uh, Lacey, came to an audition for improv. uh, And then uh, immediately, as soon as you told me about like your space and about what you do, I was like, we have to talk to her on the podcast. (laughs) That's cool. Yeah. So uh, yeah, the point of the podcast is we're trying to interview different artists. We've been improv heavy. (laughs) Yeah, it has been improv heavy. But I think the what uh, what really is that you're not just an imp- not just an improviser, but you're also bringing art to a community that is a little bit more old fashioned. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, We're not a hockey as, town. You're a what? Ta- a, a hockey, hockey town. town. I didn't know there was a lot of hockey, and I guess the Niagara region has tons of hockey everywhere. Yeah. We're in Canada. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, it so makes like, sense because that that is the community for people now, right? Like everyone gathers at the rink. There's, yeah. Tim Hortons is as well as cultural hubs. Yeah, it's like we have a hockey season and then we have farming season, mm. ah. and that's that's it. That's just what we do here. Are you from <laughs> Dunville originally? Yeah, okay, yeah. Cool. I mean not from like the the center. Um, I grew up on the lake just outside of town, so cool. I'm like a beach kid. Nice. Yeah. Uh, what what was the was it called? Was it still called Dunville? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and so did you live in Dunville your whole life, or did you move away for school or, or anything? I moved to Ottawa for school. Okay, what uh, what school at Ottawa? I did Carleton cool. University, uh, and then... Oh, for journalism. Um, yes. You said you wanted to be a journalist. Sorry, yes. this, is, we're, this is predating the podcast. <laughs> cool, so Carleton. So we're mortal enemies. I don't I don't know if you... Oh, know so that, Ottawa, but... you. Yeah. Great, great. Yeah, and oh, then G-G's. I did... Right? What the fuck's a G-G? Yeah. Um, And then I did Algonquin College for event planning. Oh, cool. And then I moved home. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. Was it always the goal that you were going to come back? I didn't know. You didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't awesome. know. I feel like some people leave and they're like, fuck it, I'm never coming back. And then some people are like, no, I want to go learn some stuff with the goal of bringing it back. Yeah. If you, yeah. Well, so my original goal, and I mean, you could ask my childhood best friend because like it shocked her. I told her I'm graduating, I'm leaving, I'm never coming back. It was nice to know you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I ended up coming back because I was in a relationship. Oh, okay. Because I was stupid. (laughs) Oh. Love is dumb. (laughs) Right? But on the bright side, it was great because when I moved back, um, it was the third year of what is called River Arts Festival. Okay. And it was just a bunch of volunteers trying to get arts going in the community. Cool. Um, And I kind of jumped in and was like, well, hey, this is cool. I like doing this. And I just graduated event planning school, so where can I get involved? So I kind of like dove in and now I'm mostly in charge of it cool yeah yeah that's amazing yeah oh nick's got his thinking nope, face I got on. Well, <laughs> yeah thinking face yep. yep yeah 
and that was uh, how many years ago? Mm, 2009. 2009. Yeah, so nine years ago. That's amazing. Yeah. And so you've stayed here uh, in, when you worked on the River Arts yeah. Festival. Yeah, so that was volunteer. I landed a local job with the local newspaper. Cool. Um, so I was working for the newspaper full-time and then volunteering with the River Arts Festival um, and then mentoring high school students through... Um, a mentorship program called the Dream Program. So you don't like rest? No, <laughs> no, no. Uh, nope. No. Right. <laughs> uh, what kind of mentoring? Um, so, really cool, actually. There's um, not so cool history. The literacy rate here and the graduation rate here was really low. Oh, in, in Dunville. In Dunville. Okay. Um, and a local doctor moved into the community and went, wait a second, our youth is in crisis. Yeah. Why is it like they have nothing to do? Yeah, yeah. they have nothing yeah. to do. There's, I mean, and there's a lot of low-income families here. So it's one of those things where how do you get kids out of the cycle of poverty without having an example of what that looks like for them? Right. Um, so what we started was this mentorship program where every two weeks the kids would meet with a mentor and discuss local issues and global issues okay and how they could act locally that would positively impact their community but also positively the impact the world yeah oh. um so things like not using water bottles for example right. okay. um or things like eating organic food or right. learning to be more environment friendly especially if you're around here you can just grow all kinds of organic yeah. awesomeness like there's so much farmland around yeah. here yeah so what happened was that worked out really well, and then it was the big revelation within the organization was access to great food and clean water is really a key to thriving. Yeah. Um, so they started, uh, they bought land, the organization bought land and opened a farm. Shared yeah. Harvest Organic Farm. Oh, cool. So now we have an organic farm in town, and all these people are loving the food. Yeah. Where... Do the microbrews start? Because that's... It hasn't yet. Oh, my God. It has God. not yet. Please, stop everything. I'm out. I don't have to work anymore. Yeah. Uh, so that happened, and then it was, there's all these people that are like, we love the food. Yeah. But on the night where we don't want to cook the food, we got nowhere to go. Right. Um, or it was a lot of the, especially the families going, that's really great. We love that you want us all to eat healthy, but we don't have a clue how to cook healthy. So mm. good for you. So, um, they don't have the internet. Well, right. Yeah. I, so I guess it's, yeah. It's like, part well, of it is if you just don't know. Are we yeah. back in 2009 when this is all happening? The, yeah. Roughly. Cause like, there's still uh, internet was, 2009. there is, but we're not in the middle of Toronto here. So yeah. That's true. Yeah, it's probably dial-up modems. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Right, yeah. um, and one of the things that happened was um, at this time, so I guess around 2012, mm -hmm. um, I was still working for the local newspaper, Yep. And but it was a corporately owned newspaper, so they just shut us down overnight. Right. They're so nice. That happened recently to a bunch of other ones too. Yeah. Just like a couple, like a month or two ago. Yeah, like they, they usually like, do it just before Christmas. It's really nice. That sounds about right. Yeah, because yeah. they got rid of the Thorold one. Yeah, mm. same company. Of, yeah, yeah. Is it Metro? Whatever. I don't care. We could shit talk. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> We're not working for them. Metro um, Land and Sun Media. Yeah, yeah. Sun, oh, Media's Sun Media is garbage. They're sure. awful. Yeah. yeah, they're awful. Um, so what happened was I went from having like this little dream job you know yeah. young professional dream job to holy shit 
I need to pay my bills. Yeah. But I don't want to work for Tim Hortons. Yeah. Right? Like, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't want to sell out. Yeah. But I got to pay my shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And through the organization, they were like, hey, you have a lot of kitchen experience and food service experience. Why don't we get you food handling certified? Yeah. And you can teach vegan cooking classes. Oh, cool. So we started teaching vegan cooking classes at the farm. Um, I was involved for three months. It had been running for three months before I got involved. Okay. Um, by the summer, I think it was like 2013, uh, they hired me full time nice. to do menu planning. Oh, And nice. they started building a cafe community center oh, nice. right across the street. Um, so they hired me with the intention to be manager. Oh, cool. Um, so I took on managing the kitchen, managing the menu, and then doing all of the event planning. Right. And I lasted for nine months. Mm-hmm. And then I had a very honest conversation with the owner and said, I love what I'm doing, but I'm not happy. Okay. And I can't do it myself. Because oh, it's a lot. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and everyone was like, okay, so what are you going to do? And I was like, I'm just going to do art. Like, yeah. At that point, I was like, I don't care what I do, but I just need to be happy, and yeah. I'm doing this really gratifying, socially responsible job, and I'm miserable and stressed yeah. out, so I took a time out for me, and then that changed a lot. I mean, I'm still really involved with the community center. They're still doing a lot there. The Minga's amazing. Um, I don't know what that word means. Oh, so, okay. The cafe is named the Minga. Okay. okay right. um, Minga is a South American Mayan word. Okay. Um, that means together for the greater good. Oh. Yes. Yes. So the idea was that it's a space for people to come together yeah. in the idea to heal the community. Yeah. Um, and again, like, with that same sort of evolution of the space, now it's a space for the community. All of the mentorship meetings take place there. Mm. Um, they have a a wall so they can have exhibits there so they have someone that manages monthly exhibits for local artists cool um so and then good. yeah just in the last year they started a business incubator oh that's cool yeah. and they've kind of grown out of the space and launched to the old newspaper office oh. <laughs> yeah. all going back yeah <laughs> yeah right yeah oh, so man. it's really cool i mean when well, wait, are they going to make it into an independent newspaper? or No. no so or... there is an independent newspaper that started up in the community that's been really supportive. Yeah. Oh, cool. um, they're just using this space. Yeah, it okay. still has the old sign. Um, <laughs> and we reached out to them and was like, if you're going to tear this down, like we want it. And they were like, no, it is part of the building. It is uh, part of this community history. We want it here. Okay. So, yeah. This is like a fancy sign? It No, it's just an old sign. Right. Because um, what was the name of the paper before? The Chronicle. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's just like a piece of history that yeah. people from here are like, oh, it's so important to me. It sounds like there's a lot of like conservative type. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Values, I guess. Yeah. Like, don't change anything. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Very much so. Um, so, I mean, doing a lot of this changing yeah. <laughs> really shakes people up and yeah. gets people scared. Yeah. But it's all very positive. Yeah. Because um, it means here. young people aren't drinking themselves to death. Yeah. Yeah. yeah can, well. Or, or not just staying in their homes doing nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, so yeah. a lot of them we've seen, like, we know for a fact the literacy rate has increased drastically great um we're seeing a lot of kids that wouldn't have otherwise gone to post-secondary school attending post-secondary school Amazing. Yeah. but what was really great is in the last like five years they've recognized that there is a specific population that 
just isn't geared towards second post secondary school. They have this natural drive to be an entrepreneur. Oh yeah, so for they sure. started recognizing that, and they're doing a mentorship program for those students. Oh, so it's not okay. just like you're done school, good luck with yourselves. Like oh, it's yeah. they're pairing them with local entrepreneurs, getting them involved in different areas where they can learn. That's so to smart. Make a business. Wow. Because yeah. like yeah, it's like bringing. Um, Oh, apprenticeships back or something. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. there are still apprenticeships, but usually it's just for the trades, right? Yeah. 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 No, that's fascinating because there's for sure a lot of people who, like, they don't want to go to university or they're not, like you mentioned. Yeah. Like, they're not, like, they're not meant for post-secondary education. Yeah. Uh, and then there's people who, like, are and can, but then afterwards are like, why did I? That's because me. Because of the <laughs> same here. Because there was a lack of other options. You just knew, like, that's what you're supposed you to do. You graduate high successful. school, you go to university, you get a job, boom. But at least, yeah. at least you were on the road to having a, a job a in that field. Yeah, yeah. Yes. except well, they just like ripped it from underneath you. Yeah, yeah. And now it's interesting because now I'm at this point where it's yeah, I'm just an artist, and the most common question I get is, "So where did you go to art school?" Yeah, and I'm always life, right? And I'm always <laughs> like, "Actually, I'm self-taught." Yeah. and then I get this weird, awkward silence where they don't know what to say next because they don't believe that you can. That you're an artist? Right? Yeah. But, so a lot of it is, I always follow up with, but I went to school for event planning uh, and marketing, essentially. Right. Like, journalism is all about mass communication. For sure. So it really helped in the sense of, I know how to market my art. I know mm-hmm. how to market me. Give me something, I will market it. Marketing. <laughs> Right? Trying to put the word art into marketing. Oh, there yeah. we go, right? <laughs> Clever. So for me, it was, yeah... When I came out of school, it was just like, well, that was annoying and expensive and kind of <laughs> yeah. a waste of time, but I, I see how it's useful. Yeah. So I get a lot of students. I, it was so funny. Um, in the spring, um, I work with uh, Children's Aid. Okay. So we do workshops for their youth in care. Nice. Um, and because of that, they invited me to participate in their huge annual career fair. Cool. Um, so I'm at this career fair. I'm literally covered in paint from head to toe i have a table it doesn't even have a tablecloth it's just got art scattered all over it with supplies i'm beside a mechanical engineer and i am beside two reps from the canadian government right and i'm like oh my gosh what am i doing here and it's i'm talking to the kids and i'm there and a lot of it is you know the general thing like at that age it's like how can i be rich and do what i want yeah so they were like how do you even make money right and then i broke it down in simple math yeah if i teach an art class for one hour and it's 25 dollars per person and i can seat at least 10 people that's 250 dollars in one hour yeah and all of a sudden all these high school kids are just like whoa yeah. Whoa. You don't even like the idea that you can make money for yourself is not encouraged. No, in no. High so it was funny because like unless, it, unless well, the, the it, whole it, system's it, based on the industrial revolution. Yeah, they right. need you to go work in factories. To put the widgets together. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say the only like entrepreneurs are the like people smelling or smelling selling weed at you know, it's cool. I mean, they smell it, too. Those kids have a funk. Right? And it was something for me that it. what really justified it was having the mechanical engineer lean in to a group of guys that I'm talking to these teenage guys, and he goes, she makes more money than I do. <laughs> yes! Right? And I was just like, yes! Yeah, I and I mean, it was such a funny way because, like, Going into the career fair, I was so nervous, and I was just like, what am I doing here? Who invited me to this? Who thought this was a good idea? And then it's like, oh, 
I have the mechanical engineer coming in and being like, this is intelligent, this is really smart, way to go. <laughs> so, like, a lot of the times it's the kids going, well, how do you do it? Yeah. And a lot of it is, is you got to keep working on your art. Yeah. You have yeah. to keep building your skills. Yeah. And you totally can go to art school for that if you want to. Yeah. Um, yeah, if, yeah. I feel like... Most, like Every like, creative thing ever, like... Depends. Cinema, music, anything. writing. You, you could go to school for that. You could. Yeah. My thing is, is that you can learn anything you want on the internet. For free. True. And there's that. And That's there's like, that. Our brother-in-law is basically like a home renovation guy now yeah. because of the internet. Like yeah. from what he learned on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. So I always tell kids, figure out what your weaknesses are and take school to improve your weaknesses. Yeah. Because if, if art is your weakness but you want to be an artist, then then take the school to yeah. be... Because I find that school really pushes you through those things. Yeah. So for me it was... I'm successful in what I do because I'm really good at marketing. Right. And I'm really good at leveraging social media. Yeah. Um, and I don't think I would be nearly as successful if I didn't do any of that. Of course. Versus I went to art school and I'm really great at art, yeah. but I don't have a clue how to share it with people. It's true. Uh, yeah. I guess yeah. I studied. <laughs> I know a lot of comedians uh, who are great at comedy, but yeah. they can't themselves yes. for, yeah because yeah. how do you get your tiny little voice out into everyone who would like your stuff yeah, yeah. well there's this thing called youtube yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like you like you could youtube yourself but youtube's a huge there's seo ocean of, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah See, that's yeah. where you start you need to learn, to learn how to market yourself kind of and take sure. advantage of the media yeah like the, um, the yeah yeah well the media in general yeah. yeah so yeah. you go plural on that um so i mean for me the biggest thing for me that I get success from is Instagram. Yeah, that makes um, sense. Oh, I love Insty. And <laughs> what happens, and it's, it's so stuff. funny, because I can paint whatever I want, yep. I can take a picture of it, I can post it on Instagram. Own it. Visual medium. And it will sell before the paint dries. That's amazing. Okay? And people are like, why don't you have a website? I'm like, because Instagram because is Instagram free. Instagram is a thing. Yeah. And I don't have to force people to go to my website. It's right there. Who, who asks that? So many people. <laughs> really? So many people uh, ask me, why don't you have it? And I do have well, a website now. Well, because they want to go and yeah. buy it right away, probably. Yeah. yeah. But but for me, I mean, so it's if they just see not cost effective. If they right. see your painting, your yeah. photo... The photo of your painting on Instagram. How do they buy it then? Do they have to get in touch with you in the studio? Yeah, so then... quite often it's it's as simple as an DM. Instagram message. Yeah, okay, being cool. like, Can I, I buy want this? this or sold. I get that a lot. Okay. Sold. Really? Oh, okay, I'll just message you. Um, you put the price up for your pieces, like some yes, yeah. Um, some no, depending. I find the larger pieces, I won't put the prices because they're higher. You want to see what they're gonna. Yeah, yeah. and then that way, too, if yeah. there is interest, I I'm flexible. I mean, my thing for me is that. I'd rather have the piece out in the world being loved than being here collecting dust in my hoard of art. Right. Um, so, I mean, that's sort of where the artist in me balances out with the business, business person, person in me. Because yeah. I'm just like, I just want everyone to have art. <laughs> yeah, Never mind sure. my wallet. And then I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Rent. Yeah. Um, what, how would you describe your art? Hmm. Colorful. Mm. I find I use a lot of color. I use a lot of sort of whimsical, like fantasy almost oh, cool. elements. Like the piece behind you right here is mine. Cool. Um, but this is a piece that I had no plan going into it, and I sat here. Rich is painting this meditating llama that's on the <laughs> wall beside us. Yeah, I like him. Yeah. And he's, he's like cool. 45 minutes into this piece, and I'm just staring at a blank canvas still. He's like, <laughs> What are you doing? And I'm like, I don't know what to do. He's like, Then just start doing something. Right. Um, so uh -huh. I just started 
drawing with chalk and kind of this face came out and I started oh. painting it and it's not done yet but it's just something that it, color and nature and Ooh. usually uh, philosophy are usually my ah, big inspirers. That's very cool. Yeah. Any particular kind of philosophy? Mm, a little bit of everything. Usually the stuff that upsets people. German. <laughs> yes. Ah. yes. Well, it, it, like the thing that I think of, um, it's still there. Um, grade 12 art class. Your final project is to propose and paint a mural in one of the hallways. Cool. Oh, okay. So I proposed that I was going to paint a giant psychedelic fetus <laughs> beside the women's bathroom. Did you go to Catholic school? No. Okay. <laughs> no, but it's just as controversial because there's so many Christians in this community. Oh, that, yeah. Um, so not only was it a giant psychedelic fetus, it had condemned oh, written beside right, right. it. Yeah. So leaning towards Nietzsche, but what happened was if you looked head on at the, the piece, it just said condemned with this fetus. Yeah. But the mural wrapped around the side mm. of a windowsill. Uh -huh. So if you walked around just slightly, the rest of the mural read to be free. Uh. And so I spent two weeks at the end of high school painting this crazy mural and having so pe many people being like, I can't believe you painted a fetus behind the, beside the women's bathroom that says condemned. And I was like, no, like, think about it. Yeah. And then, like, my philosophy teacher in high school, who literally never said anything, would just walk around and smirk. <laughs> He'd just shake his head and smirk. This one gets it. Yes, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's always just, there's always these social undertones or philosophical undertones and Very things. Cool. And I've, I've always, that's been my driving force. So you painted in high school. You painted. Yes. When did you start, or when did you discover your artistic, your love of art? Voice. Yeah. <laughs> I was always, voice, yeah. like, really creative. Um, and like, just going back to that, I grew up on the beach. Um, we literally dug five gallon buckets of clay out of the lake yeah. and turned it into anything. Oh, cool. Um, or we would get big flat rocks and on the days that it would rain, we would just sit inside at one of the neighboring cottages and we would paint rocks yeah. all day. Um, and that's kind of where it started. It's fun. We were we probably down the, down the, a little beachy, down the lake from you because we had a cottage in. Wayne Fleet back in the day. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Long, Beach. Long Beach, yeah. Long, Long Beach. Point yeah, Mor Morgan's Point. Morgan's oh, okay. Point is what it was called, which yeah. was just down a ways from Long Beach. Yeah, yeah. Beach. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I was always creating. Um, it was interesting because in high school, it was, yeah, I do art, but that's not a job. Right. Like, literally, that was the mindset. It's not a job. And I was like, this is it. the highest paying job in the world. Right? right well, and it's just so funny. So it was, I went to school for journalism, and it was like, it's grade 12, you're graduating, you need to apply to something, what are you going to do? And I was like, I'm good at writing, guess yeah. I'll do that. So yeah. that's what I did. So that's what you went to journalism school. Um, but then the experience was really interesting because, I mean, you make a whole bunch of new friends. So it was, mm. I'm like 17, 18, I don't know anybody, and I just up and left and moved there. Yeah. Um, so I was really lucky, I made friends with this girl, Jenna, on residence. Okay. Um, she had a best friend named Courtney. And Courtney was really, really artistic. Um, so we took art classes together. Um, and then second year, we all moved out together. Nice. And it turned into, wait a second, I now have an entire space that I can decorate and create anything we want. So the two of us spent most of our free time just painting and decorating our house Your with house. the paintings. Where did you live in Ottawa? Um, so, uh, Nepean. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's still quite a ways. It was. It yeah. was a 
big waves out of the way, especially the second year because it was the craziest winter I've mm. ever experienced. And when there were was you like there, if you don't mind. 2006, 7, 8, and then the last, or the first half of 2009. Okay. Yeah. I was in Ottawa for all those years. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Life, right? Oh. Niagara life cries. Constant. <laughs> yeah. Constant. Um, and when I was in event management school, um, I had to go to placement. Yeah. And it was, it didn't matter where I went to placements, I just had to be involved in events. Yeah. Yeah. So it was great. So I'm just going to choose whatever I want. Yeah. So I got involved with a photography festival, Ooh. Um, Festival X. <laughs> I don't even know if it's still going. It was a really weird festival. <laughs> um, but I got there and it was like, you're a general volunteer. You're really early. We don't have anything for you to do. If oh. you want to go eat dinner, you can come back <laughs> in a couple hours. And okay. I was like, well, I just want to check out the space. Yeah. Um, and there was a man there named Jean René. Okay. Um, he was there running an activity for the festival, um, with his company, Human Mosaic. And it was essentially, we had a photo booth set up. Before you got into the photo booth, you chose a color. So what's your favorite color, Brie? Red. Okay. So you're going to sit in front of a red background. Yeah. And before we put you in front of that red background, we're going to artistically drape red material Cool. On your chest, your shoulders, and around your head and neck. Yeah. And then you sit in front of the background. So it's just my face. Yeah. Yeah. And then what he does is take that red portrait. Put it on a mosaic. Of you're the red pixel. Yeah. Cool. Um, So I spent the night being his draping assistant. Yeah. And it was amazing. And he basically offered me a job on the spot. So it was now... I'm in school doing what I actually wanted to do, event management. I always did event planning in high school, so it was huh. a natural thing for me. And then it was, he's paying me $25 an hour. Better than uh, flipping burgers, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, to just drape models in clothing or be the test model during setups huh. or just be a greeter. Yeah. So it was fantastic. Yeah. Um, and then it was, wait a second, art is actually a career. You can make money doing art. And I started selling my paintings when I was in Ottawa. So it was like one of those things where there was a lot of things kind of simultaneously happening that were really encouraging me. Yeah. Um, And then when I moved home, the first thing I did, 2010 for Dunville, was its 150th. Okay. okay. So it's actually older than Canada. That uh, that doesn't surprise me. Like a lot of places (laughs) in the Niagara region are like, yeah. Yeah. Significant because of what happened before Confederation. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. So... I pitched to all of the service clubs, the BIA and the chamber, that we should do a mosaic mural as a visual time capsule for our 150th. Um, So we had... No! (laughs) Well, they were actually really supportive. Oh, good. Um, It was mostly, I think, that it was like, who is this 21-year-old who is guaranteeing to fundraise $18,000 in six months to make this happen? And I was like, me! I'm me! (laughs) Um, so we did it, and it's still up, and it's just something where it's always just like, okay, now now that I'm back, like, because after I quit the Minga, yeah. um, I was with a jerk. Yeah. We'll just leave it at that. He was not supportive, and it was, many people were questioning my decisions, like, what do you mean you just quit a full-time great job yeah. to be an artist? Are yeah. you nuts? I got that. Um, <laughs> I so that I guess it was like April, I quit at the manga and august i was single 
That's a big life change. And yeah. how old yeah. were you at the time? Oh, you said 21. Or was this so later? That, um, That's a nice blank canvas in your life. It really oh, was. It was a really metaphor. big blank canvas. Um, and I mean, I basically was just like, well, I'm done here. And I just, I up and I went to St. Catharines. Okay. Um, my sister was there. So it was my little sister being like the good little sister being like you can't just hide in my parents attic being depressed all the time like you have to go out and do something yeah yeah. um and i just happened to meet one artist and it was hey i like your stuff let me give you a show cool so i I don't know do you know matthew was viewers I do not. Super cool graffiti artist. Cool. Um, he's doing a lot of stuff with Brock University right now. Oh, cool. And he has a show. He has pieces on display at Rodman Hall right now. Oh, very cool. Um, so he gave me a chance to do a one-night show. So I did a one-night show. I met a guy, another fellow artist there, and he recommended me for a job. Amazing. And so this, like that same year, I did the show in October. By I got the call on Boxing Day that year. Mm. being offered this job to work at a studio in St. Catharines full-time. That's amazing. Yeah, so it was, I did that until this June. And then, really, it was, we knew what we we wanted to do. My boyfriend had a house in Hamilton. Okay. And this place was for sale. Oh, cool. So it was, we sold the house, we bought this place. Probably made a ton of money on that house, because, like, real estate in Hamilton right now is... Yeah. Wait, what year was it? Just, just, like, past past year, 2017. Yeah, Yeah, so, um, we sold the house, we bought this place. Um, Wait, so you own where yeah. we're sitting right now? Yeah. Okay, yes. is there living li- yeah. above it? Oh. Like Bob's Burgers, but art! Right? <laughs> yes! What was yes. this space before? So, this space has been many things. Cool. Um, when we took over, it was a mystic tea room. Ooh. So it was, she did... Is that like a pot thing? No! Okay. No! Um, she did like fortune? pawn reading yeah. and fortune oh, telling, okay, cool, and cool. then she has like teas and yeah, mystical things. Oh, you things. read your tea leaves. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So that was there. She's still around. She's just down the street. Um, and it's just, we took over the whole space and I've been learning about the space as we go. Mm-hmm. I mean, ideally, living upstairs isn't the best. Because downtown is super loud, even in a really quiet little community like Dundas. Wow. Like, it's so loud. What, huh. Where's the loudness coming? Like, cars driving or drunk people? or? So, Thursday, Friday, Saturday is drunk people. Yep. Nice. And then any other day of the week, it's stomped up 4 by 4 trucks <laughs> doing burnouts at the stoplight. Oh, That's, yeah, nice And, like, yeah. <laughs> just recently I shared, like, how frustrating I like, how frustrating it is when that happens. Like, I literally visualize, like electronic grappling hook shooting those vehicles and dragging (laughs) them back to my window and just hanging them on the front of the building as like trophies. I've got another one. Yeah. Like a beautiful art project by the way. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Just like dangling trucks outside the building. Yeah. I call this piece of futility of youth. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Yeah. So it's just like one of those things where it's like okay but ideally it's it's a fantastic space for us. Um, Yeah. We need to describe where we are, Brie. Like, Dunville <laughs> is small town Ontario. Yeah. We're in the downtown, like, downtown. So imagine small town Ontario, a downtown, with, like, little shops and banks and, yeah, you know, yeah, like... Like, the building we're in right now is 150 years old. Yep. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lots of space. On the banks of a river. Yeah. Tall, tall ceilings. Yeah. yeah, the river's huge. I had no idea. I've never... It's pretty grand. Yeah, <laughs> it is, right? French for large. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah. That's cool. So you were just like, 
you're like, okay, I'm done with the, I'm done with the St. Catharines thing. You had found this guy, and you're like, let's do this together. Like, you all he's place. super supportive. Yeah, like I, it's, and he's an artist as well. He's he's a creative mind. Okay, um, I mean, we approach creative process completely differently. I like to plan things and then dive in. Mm-hmm. Um, he basically just goes, I don't know what I'm doing, <laughs> and then he's like, I'm done, and I'm like, I hate you. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> it's a meditating llama. I hate. Right. So awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah. this one is um, this is like a collaboration. He okay. told me to draw him a cartoon of something that was positive and chill. Ah. And I drew a meditating llama, ah. so he sketched it out and he's turning it into a painting. Oh, cool. Yeah, because his stuff is very abstract. Okay. Um, so it was sort of his challenge to try and do something a little bit non-abstract. Mm-hmm. Um, and m- an experiment in me sharing my artwork, because I'm kind of a jerk that way sometimes. <laughs> but, you know, I, they're just my babies. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting. It's great that you're in a relationship where you're creatively challenging yes, each other. Yes, absolutely. And I mean, this space has been really great in the sense that we work together on it. I don't like uh, asking for help or taking help or <laughs> yeah, accepting like, help. If you're the like event planner. You're probably like, I like to figure things out. Yeah. I like to do things my way. <laughs> yeah, so it's been it's been great because it's like he just sees that I do need the help. But he doesn't even tell me. He just does it. And then deals with, like, my attitude. And I'm like, I didn't want the help and I didn't need the help. Why did you help me? And he's like, well, it's done. And what's your problem? <laughs> there we go. You over it now? So, but it's fine. It's fine. And, I mean, ideally, sort of, he kind of gets the long-term goals. I mean, he's from Hamilton, so he's not from around here. Right. But he sees that it makes a positive impact in the community. For sure. Um, it's very political what you're doing as yes. well. Yes. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Um, so, I mean, long-term for us, we want to get out of the building okay. from a living perspective, um, but I would really like to transform upstairs into an artist residency so that we're inviting wow. other residents to come and live and yeah. work and use the space down here. Cause That'd be so cool. With the studio space now, I do a lot of teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, this summer, we're doing a bunch of summer camps. Last Ooh. year, I ran four weeks of summer camps just by myself. Um, and it wasn't bad. They were really great because um, I do odd things so it was art history doing art based on our history we did art and science so it was all art projects using science cool um and then we did graffiti so it was getting kids as young as eight teaching them how to use spray cans how to use all the proper equipment and then we were doing everything out back oh cool um so trying to sort of give people different examples of what art is um so this year i've reached out and kind of given local art creative people a chance to send me a submission of a proposal for a week-long camp Hmm. um yeah so i've got musicians some people know improv right yeah (laughs) so i've got like so far i've had people reach out for musician uh, musicians uh, doing songwriting as well as recording for kids can we talk i want to do sketch comedy yeah yeah um I know there's been a few comedians, of course, you know right. comedians, they, they'll they dive into anything. Well, they don't have any money. So. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Um, and then um, a magician friend of mine has expressed interest in cool. doing something with that. Um, so giving me a chance to expose kids to other art. Art creative opportunities, but then also giving me a chance to get out of the studio. Yeah. Because um, you're still making money off of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then ideally it would be sort of piggybacking on that structure and being like, okay, we want you to live up here for six months. Cool. And I want you to propose a class, whether it's two classes a week or something, that's going to sustain you financially. 
cool. but also keeps the doors open, gives you a place to live. Because, I mean, really, we just want to... It's a really creative community. There's a lot going on. Um, there's a lot of really amazing people in the community. Like, just this week, um, I was teaching the paint class down the street at the restaurant, and I had to say no to an invitation to a new club that started in the community. Oh, cool. Um, for dance walking. <laughs> and it's a group Wait, what? Of, yeah! So a group of people have started a weekly dance walking group where they just have a speaker, they broadcast fun, family-friendly music, and uh-huh. people walk and dance. So it's like exercise, yeah. right? So it's yeah. like mall walking, but with like cool music playing, yeah. or fun music yeah. playing. Yeah, and you're just being silly instead of just walking. That sounds like fun. So they walk by the restaurant for me, so that was nice. I got to Good see them. Lord, I mean, if you're not in the right state of mind, you might feel like you've walked into an Inger, Inger Bergman movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's just, there's so Good many mark. creative weirdos here. Um, we're all I told you quiet. this was the it Portland, the Portland <laughs> Niagara region. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's interesting. So, so I mean, where's the bespoke donut shop in town that we could hit before so we go? So, mm-hmm. that's the thing. We don't have one. Fuck. Mm-hmm. All right, but second job. We get Beachwood Donut. Right? Well, so, <laughs> the Minga has a baker, and on Fridays she does vegan donuts. Cool. Um, but they're baked. They're not fried. Are they yeah. good for you? Yeah. And they taste and they're, awesome? They're made of chickpeas. They're not oh. made of just normal flour. Wait, that's fiber. That's yeah. Good. So okay. they're really dense. Uh-huh. They're filling. Yes. And they're delicious. All right. Um. So they usually have like four or five different types. And it's amazing. Like this week I had a chocolate almond Ooh. chickpea donut. Yeah. 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 Chickpeas are amazing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it's something. There's a lot of really great things, and I think there's people here that just choose not to see all those things for sure <laughs> yeah a lot of people are very resistant to again change yeah are they and old? art yes yeah. yes uh yeah i remember like dunville did not have the greatest reputation no right? it still doesn't i mean i especially like doing comedy shows and you have to get up on stage and be like i'm from dunville and people are like oh how I mean, did you get here <laughs> that's like Honestly, Once upon a time, a from city called Niagara- Portland had that <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. I feel like anywhere in the Niagara region that isn't like St. Catharines will have that. But yeah. if, you take, if, if a comedian from St. Catharines goes to Toronto, they have that, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. you can't, anyway. I feel like, do people in Toronto know Dunville at all? If you went, you'd be like, I'm from Dunville. They'd be like, okay. People know Welland. <laughs> people you know well what? I, was, we, yeah. I don't know, like... I found, like, even living in Ottawa, it doesn't matter where I go, I always know, I meet someone that knows where Dunville is. Yeah. Like, we were in Iceland in December, and it was like, we met people that had been to Dunville, and I'm like, are you joking me? Like, what are you doing there? <laughs> hey, my experience was, yeah, I went to the park and got an ear infection. That's what happened in Dunville. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, there's... There, I would say there is definitely, like, a core group of people that are just, you know, well, to do with, to, you know, I don't care what your opinions are, we're just going to do it anyways. Right. Yep. Um, like, especially in the last year, things have kind of gotten almost political. Um, cool. Yeah, really cool. Like, they started a pride group. Right. Because there is a significant population of LGBTQ people here, and oh, they just have like to be 10% quiet. 10% of the population, maybe? Right? But, but they, this is Portland! Right? Portland. But there's just such a conservative, traditional presence here that people yeah. are quiet about it. We had um, a Pride celebration in May. Cool. In the Central Park here. Like a, oh, cool. Like a parade at all? Or so a... it was more of just a community celebration. Cool. Um, we had performances and activities, and 
Um, someone was so distraught by the entire idea that they had an evangelistic preacher come up from Texas mm-hmm. um, to explain that everyone there is going to die of right. HIV and AIDS for being sinners. Of course. Um, which just really empowered everyone there. But it was interesting because what happened was the youth in the community were so disgusted at this man that they all left. They went and got hockey sticks in Bristol board Uh-oh. and made signs and oh, okay, stood good. This in what front a good of way. Yeah. Right. So it was like the kids were just like, that's fine, you can be there, but we're just going to block you. Well, that's kind of what they do at the Pride Parade in Toronto, right? Yeah. Or, not, or not all the big cities. Or, yeah. or not even, I don't know. I can't speak to all the big cities. I know Toronto. I know yeah. Ottawa. That's it. Where they all have, like, there's like, okay, cool, if you guys want to protest, that's fine. You that's, can go at the very end to of do the that. parade, <laughs> you yeah. can walk, and nobody's going to, like, nobody's no going to care what you say. Yeah. Because we're all here for a nice big party. We're all here to, yeah. like, yeah, we're not here to t- tell each other we're going to hell for right? crying out loud. Oh, yeah. For, so we're dumb. just, like, celebrating, you know, like, the fact that you have rights as right? a human being. Just you crazy. To be recognized as a human being. Well. To, yeah. And, like. It was amazing. We did that the comedy show uh, on Valentine's Day weekend. Yeah. Um, for Pride as a fundraiser because last year all the funds came out of one old protester <laughs> that has been in it since Stonewall. Wow. All right. Um, and he lives here, and it was this is far too long gone. Ah. We need to do something, and he paid for everything out of his pocket. That's amazing. Um, so it was we did the comedy show as a fundraiser. Cool. And it was. A giant scary snowstorm in the middle of that week of snowstorms, yeah. and we had eighty people wow. in the show or in the audience, and they were coming from like Fort Erie, Niagara, oh, Hamilton, shit. Cambridge. Like That's they were great. coming from all over. Yeah. I heard about it. I, I would have been there if I hadn't had a, a show of my own, but for sure, it was like, yeah. yeah, cool. Like this is a. It's gonna be a fun night. It's gonna be for a good cause. Yeah. Yeah, and what was what amazed me was the first two front rows. So I'm saying like close to two dozen people. Mm-hmm. We're seniors. Wow. Oh, I'm not yeah. talking like so my retired parents. I'm talking like their parents. Like 80, 90. 80, yeah. 90 year old people. They're out coming out at that age yes. too. It's amazing. Yes. So it was really yeah. a great It's like, oh my us. God, your whole life. Your yeah. whole life you haven't been able to be yourself. Right. So I mean, for us as like a group of individuals just making this stuff. But they seem happy about it now though. They're like, yeah. fuck it. At least I got it in before I die. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so it was really interesting because it was just like, not only do we have, like, this community coming together and putting in a great audience for a group of amazing performers, but we also had a silent auction full of stuff donated by local people. Cool. So it was just, like, this is an amazing example of the people in our community that actually care. Yeah. Um, and then just, again, in, like, the last six months, um, they've started a pro-choice coalition. Because we have lots of pregnancy care centers that are all funded by Christian organizations. Right. And if you walk in looking for care, they just tell you that you must have the child. Any if other decision it, yeah. is, is oh, a right. sin. Well, that makes um, sense, too. Like, a bunch of pregnancies, if it's, like, an or yeah. uneducated population and stuff, you're not getting and If you drive yeah. around Highway 20 and stuff like that to get here, like, we, this is the back roads for us. Yeah. I, like, if we don't go in the QE, we want to yes. actually see Ontario. Yeah. It's pretty, but there's, like, there are signs. here's a fetus. Like, yes, everywhere. It, yeah. Everywhere. Although I heard there was another organization in Welland, anyway, that was, like, raising money to, like, purposely buy the, bill, like, those billboards yeah. specifically that are being used for anti-choice, yeah. uh, like, propaganda, just to replace it with not even pro-choice stuff. Just, just yeah. flowers. Anything else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Something pretty. So, I mean, a lot of it, like, a lot of the creative folks in town in the last year is, have sort of shifted to, like, 
getting rid of shame and guilt in the community yeah. for whatever reasons. It's just they've identified that again, that's not a healthy thing for no. people to live with. So stop it. Yeah. Um. So it's really cool because like being a creative space here, I get a lot of kids that come in. Um, oh yeah. And okay. I mean they. I mean, I got a like an eleven-year-old student. She comes in, and it's yeah, I'm by. Yep. Yeah, I know yeah. that now. It's weird that an artistic person would be like this. <laughs> right? <laughs> so open with their yeah, right. So age. it's just funny because I have parents go, you know, my kids come here because they can be themselves. Yeah. Aww. Right. And I mean, I'm really honest with the parents if if a subject comes up yeah. with the kids, and I'm like, uh, I can't really talk about this with you guys, but. Let me bring it up with your parents and go from there. Like right. making sure that there's a boundary. Yeah, because you're not an art therapist. No, I'm not yeah. an art. I'm not a therapist at all. Yeah. I'm just an artist that likes to, you know, make sure people feel good about themselves. That's so. am- it's amazing what yeah. art can do. Like open up in people. Though, yeah, right? yeah. I like, mean, even I, kids. You know, if this shit's going on at home, you'll find out about it through their yes expression. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's interesting because what's happening now. Um, and I don't know if it's symptomatic of all rural communities, but they're shutting down a lot of our elementary schools because our populations are dropping. Yeah, right. Um, they're making them go to further places. Yeah. Further places or like, so what's happening here is they've shut down a few schools and they've shifted the kids to other existing schools in the community. And yeah. now what they're doing is they're shutting down more and building a super school. Mm-hmm. Right. So what's happening though is all of these kids um, that have spent, three or four years in a really small school of maybe 200 kids are being told, well, now you have to go to this school here where Where there's a thousand kids and you don't have any of your teachers and your friends are going to get split up Mm -hmm. and they're having anxiety and health, mental health issues. Um, so I have a handful of kids that are now homeschooled. Um, their parents are homeschooling them, but they're missing out on sort of the creative side and socializing. Um, so some of them come every week to my art classes, and if I have different creative classes in one week, they come to all of them. Oh, cool. Um, and then I have other kids where they still just don't like the social social aspect. Right. They want the one-on-one time. Hmm. Um, and I mean, it just blows me away. I have one girl, she comes in, and she's 13, she's not very social, social situations give her anxiety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at 13, she's getting paid commissions to build fur suits. Wow. For people from all over Southern Ontario. Oh my God. So her mom's like, yeah, we were in Hamilton. We moved out here because we needed her in a better school. Yeah. None of the schools are working Uh, here. She's going to be homeschooled. We need something. I'm not creative, but she's creative. Um, but the problem was she was going to all these other studios and they were saying these are structured classes. Mm. Oh, she has to and come she's in, not great with structure. She has to sit down and she has to do what she's told and there is that's what we're doing today. That's it. Mm. So with one-on-one situations like that, it's I'm giving the kids a chance to sort of gear their own education. That's so cool. So like she's coming in with her own ideas and I'm going, okay, we're going to build it from scratch. We're going to learn how to draw it. We're going to learn how to paint it. And then building on techniques based on what they're interested in. That's amazing. But it's like she's coming in every week and being like, oh, here, let me show you what I'm doing this week. I'm working with silicone. I'm building foot pads for all of these weird fursuits. And I'm like, that's amazing. Like, How does she make fursuits? Where did that come from? So she likes going to Comic-Cons. Oh, I see. Like for furry. Yeah, so uh, she's like, a furry. Yeah, she's okay. Yeah. Thirteen. She's a furry. Oh, yeah, and it's amazing that you could know that about yourself. At yeah. Wait, so. Um, not throwing a flag on this one. Just general question: uh, Are there people that just like dressing up? Yes. 
as furry, or does it get sexy right it away? It doesn't always. Have I don't to. think so it, it no. necessarily has to have a sexual. There's only like a small Do, percentage of that furries is sexy. that have that's like, like a get fetish. Off on it. Yeah. All right, yeah. I hope that's really well signposted for the furry <laughs> community because that could get weird in a hurry. If you're, right? if you're a furry, I think you would understand. I think I mean like in any other situation, you would be able to pick up like when it yeah. when okay. can proceed and when not. Okay, so it's just people. Just people think of it as like a Comic Con thing, yeah. Like cosplay, dressed up, yeah. But you're a large. Some people actually identify as that. No, usually an animal specifically. Okay, okay. Like uh, I'm a fox. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Dina has a roommate. My friend Dina has a roommate, and he's a furry. He's a he's got a cat suit. Okay. And he like feels like a cat. He identifies as you know like a cat when especially when he's like in it, right? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And it's not. It's not about like sexy stuff. It's, no. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's true. It's like role playing games, to kind of yeah. that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I just always go sexy on that one. Like, <laughs> I think that's the like. Yeah. I think that's like the general stereotype. Yes. But yeah, the, I could see the fun and just like, no, we're playing Star Trek tonight all night long, and as it's cats. not gonna get sexy. No. Yeah. Yeah. As cats. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I I can see where that comes from. That was sort of Society. my connotation, yeah. and I mean the stereotype towards that. Except a few years back, um, I went to Nuit Blanche. Right. A friend of mine. Her name is Kitty. Um. <laughs> We go out every year, and we just dress up ridiculously. Oh. However we feel, and we just go out Warm, day. hopefully. Yes, very warm. <laughs> it just, we, if it's face paint, face paint, masks, whatever, we just dress up. So this year, we had uh, dressed up with masks and finger lasers, ah. and we came on to a massive group of furries, ah. and she decided to ambush them <laughs> with her laser gun, pew, pew, pew. and this random fight broke out between Uh-oh. us and the furries because some of them had laser pointers. <laughs> so we were having like this laser battle against humans and furries in the middle of the street without any conversation whatsoever and then it just broke up and we went our separate ways and I was like, that was the best thing ever. <laughs> so that just happened. What just happened? Yeah, I don't yeah. know, but it was great. Yeah, so I mean, it's, it's just a community thing. That reminds me of flash thing. mobs. Do you guys remember yes. that? Yeah, I remember uh, flash mobs. Yeah. You I, had had a, I had a pillow fight oh, flash pillow in fight. the middle of Edinburgh like between the National Gallery. Yeah. It was like Braveheart with pillows. That's it was great. amazing. That sounds epic. That sounds epic. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. so she makes these furry costumes. Yeah, yeah. so she yeah. just makes fur costumes. Yeah. Um, but it's just it amazes me that this thirteen year old kid has figured out how to make money. Yeah, doing those art cost a lot. Of they money. cost a lot yeah. of money, and it's her parents get her what she needs to get. If that means that they got to go out of town to get the supplies, they go. That's nice of them. Yeah. But I mean, it's just amazing. So it's like, for me, I'm like, okay, you're only 13. How can we teach you how to leverage this so that you grow up and just do this? Yeah. Right? Like, Mm -hmm. whether it's building costumes, whether it's doing specifically fursuits, but like, there's opportunity for that, right? For sure. So for me, it's always just being like, okay, that's your skill. Cool. Let's show you how to make money off this skill. Yeah. Everyone should be an artist. <laughs> at least like well, I, if nope. not like uh as a main career then definitely as a like a past like a creative role. outlet yeah, yeah exactly yeah yeah what uh, it's not for everybody no it's not <laughs> it's no. not and i mean it's interesting so like my boyfriend runs a roofing company ah okay. like he's a roofer by trade right um there's some art to a good roof that's what he will argue a hundred percent i can see that and then you know we sit down here and it's like if you look over here we've got like a whole bunch of musical stuff yeah i did notice that for him i do like your 808s he plays around with music a lot and again it's just experimenting a lot of his stuff is very experimental um but again it's just being in a creative space yeah right i mean 
today because we're recording, it's quiet. But normally we have like a noise band. <laughs> noise band, or well, I mean, it's usually like club music. Oh. Like it's usually like house music. Yeah. Oh, man. And it's funny because grannies love it. <laughs> like little old ladies come in and go, "Oh, this is fun. This is fun." I can feel it in my booty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm like the opposite. Uh, I need like quiet. Uh, and I wonder if it's because oh, for your creative process. All right, when it's like do, when I'm doing my the business of art, right? right? But when I'm, but, and it might be because when I'm on stage, it's so loud and chaotic <laughs> and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's like I need like the opposite to be able to focus to be like, okay, like what do I have to do to prepare for this week, or what do I have to? And it's just like I sit inside, like so much so that like if Dan's watching TV in the house, I'll be like, can you watch it in the basement? Yeah. <laughs> like the idea of hearing anything about like the news going on. While I can't I'm have working. language. Oh, like, okay. Just yeah. music yeah. is fine, but yeah, if yeah, no, I can't deal Nick with writes, words. Finally. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that's the idea. The idea is that we're we're both uh, creatives, creatives trying to get uh, yeah, yeah, trying to get with shitty day jobs. Yes. Well, at least I do. Right now. <laughs> well, I used to. Yeah. So when we yeah when we started the podcast, we both had nine to five jobs, or yours is a seven to three. Yeah. Uh, and we, and we both had yeah so these day jobs that we had to deal with, but we also wanted to work on our creative endeavors as well. Right. So Nick wants to be a writer. I wanted to be a comedian. Or I, I am a comedian. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, and we wanted to, like, talk to other creatives about how they manage this, like, this balance between art and work. Right. And so far, the only people making money are the visual artists. Yeah, it's true. We, <laughs> I don't know if you know Bax. Boxo, right? Yeah, Boxo. yeah, yeah, I know So he's a good pal of mine. Yeah. Uh, what do you think is your biggest creative struggle? Or do you struggle creatively, do you find? I, so my struggle, I suppose, is the balance between, um, creative freedom and financial freedom yeah um because for me i make all my money teaching right predominantly Mm -hmm. um when i was teaching for the studio in st Catharines, i was teaching full-time i was creating a lot like so really we only taught classes from four to eight yeah but full-time that's a that's a humongous chunk chunk of of your time yeah Yeah. um so the hours before four o'clock i was at work i'm prepping class examples or working Mm. on things and i was doing the creative time so in the sense of like getting the ten thousand hours in, mm-hmm. I was getting the ten thousand hours in. Yeah. Um, but I wasn't meeting any creative outlets personally. Yeah. And I started. That's when I started into improv. Huh. Um, I was Where at. Where did you get started with improv? In Hamilton. Cool. Um, with... so there's a comedian from Dunville, Shelley Marshall. Yeah. I didn't know she was from Dunville. Yeah, she's that. Yes. Huh. Yes. Ooh, so she's from Dunville. She puts on a show, the Full Body Comedy Show. So yeah. I would go to every single one of these shows. Um, we were at a show. Body is spelled B A W. Oh. Um, and one of her performers, Brenda Lenny. Um, was performing and like literally I died I was dying in the audience I was literally choking and she's she's a snorter I was dying I was snorting which was causing her to snort on stage and it was just this horrible snort fest yes so at the end of the show she came up and she was like you should come to my improv class and I was like sure okay so I came and it was I started doing I did a 10-week program with her And at the end of the 10 weeks, it was, well, we're going to do another 10-week program. So I was like, sure, this is great. And it was like, wait a second, I'm free. Like, I have just freed a piece Mm -hmm. of me that I didn't even know was locked up. And then after, so the 20 weeks was over, she pulled me aside and was like, you should be doing stand-up. So just do it. Yeah. And I was like, no, 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 no
Um, but, uh, do you know Levi Mann? The name... He's a Niagara comedian. Okay. Um, he was running a show in Niagara Falls, and he was, he always was, if you want to do something, just uh, do it. That one of the, uh... It was at the Vapor Lounge? Never mind. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so he was doing a show at the Vapor Lounge, which is now closed. Um, and he was basically like, I'm just gonna put you on, and you can do whatever you want. And I was like, cool. That's the best way to do it. Yeah! Sorry, I'm so glad we left the Niagara region, every... <laughs> Yeah, all this stuff is here. Where that the was, fuck like, the whole was reason this? we left was because none of this stuff is here, but we didn't think we could just create the stuff here. Yeah. Yeah. We also didn't have the know-how to create the stuff here. Yeah. yeah. Which is why now I'm coming back with improv. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Even, exactly. Even, even though now there's some improv in Niagara, but yeah, so, I'm going to do it my way. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, it was interesting because then all of a sudden it was like I was doing like three comedy shows a week. Cool. Plus, I was working full time, so it was like I was working, and then it was like, okay, I'm done, peace out. I gotta drive to who knows where now to go do this show. Yeah. But it was so good, like yeah. the balance. It worked out so well, and then I found that like my teacher time really fed my comedy because mm, a lot of yeah. my comedy is just talking about what it's like spending time with kids. Yeah. And all of their weird creative ideas. And troubleshooting their weird creative ideas. That's great because it 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 uh, tra- like it transcends like uh, audiences, right? Yeah. You can tell that stuff to mothers, and you can tell yes. that stuff to like angry white guy comedians. Yeah. And they'll all be they able all, to appreciate they all get something it. in it. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, for me, that was definitely like this really weird, huh? Wow, this makes me happy. Um, yeah. And then what happened is when we took over this space, I quit that job, and now all of a sudden it's like a two-hour driving commitment to do a show anywhere. Right. So it's just been, ugh, I mean, getting into the Niagara Improv is like a big step for me, being like, okay, I'm going to, that balance, we're going to do the balance again. Um, but again, it's like, okay, choosing things over... Other, other things, things. Yeah. and the challenge I'm having now is that if I'm not here the store is closed right um so it's just trying to find it creative ways to keep the space open mm. while I'm out right um so without if you have breaking an artist in residence here yeah wow. yeah so like at the moment I have she's a family friend but she's also graduating high school in oh, June cool. Um, be like a co-op student. Yeah, yeah, so she wants to apply to be an interior designer. Cool. Mm. So I pitched to her that, hey, what if you tell me what hours work good for you? You can come in. I'm going to pay you to babysit the studio. Yeah. But I'm going to challenge you and help you build a really solid portfolio to take to school with you. So she's still making money. She's getting the materials and the creative stuff that she needs to do something for herself. And it's helping me, too. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, so. Yeah, like, could you imagine, like, being in high school and having somebody like this to, like, help you through that? Yeah. Like, that's not, that's, like, unheard of back in the day. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. And, I mean, that was the big thing when I was working in St. Catharines was it just, it was, like, an everyday thing where it was, like, I, this never existed when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And I can't imagine what these kids are going to be like in 15 years after all of this, yeah. right? Even if they're just significantly, like, just a little bit impacted versus, like, that kid that's just like, whoa, you've just inspired my whole life. Right, like, like goodwill hunting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, for me, it's, I know growing up here that there's nothing to do. Yeah. Except for get really fucked up in high school. Yeah. Um, which leads you into all sorts of choose-your-own-adventure paths. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or you're, like, a shut-in because your parents have shut you in. Yep. yep. Know that guy, too? Yep. And then it's 
in that case, it's you're shut in, you get shipped off to go to school. And you can't. And you either never come back. Yeah. Or you come back and you settle and have a family. Yeah. You know? And so for me, it's like, I just want to give some different alternatives yeah. to that. Or at least inspire people that, I mean, a lot of it is, hey, you want to go cause trouble? That's cool. Why don't you just come here? I don't care what you talk about in here. I don't yeah. care who you bring in here. Just don't be jerks. Yeah. And then make something. Yeah. Yeah. Create something. Yeah. As so opposed it's... to destroying stuff. Yeah. For yourself. Well, so the big thing for me. Wow, that's. That's fucking, that's basically yeah. it right that's there, dude. That's just it. That's it. <laughs> that's life. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Whoa. Um, so, like, for me right now, a lot of it is sort of bringing in sort of the urban influence um, okay. with the graffiti. Yeah. Um, like, if oh, I were yeah. to open this door. negative attitudes about graffiti around. Anywhere, sure. really, yeah. right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, and it's so funny. I mean, you guys walk through the space. The, the front of our building is mostly black mm-hmm. with a red brick wall, and then our sign is yellow, green, and orange that says L- LVW Creative Barracks. I can't tell you how many people have just come in the store just to tell us, the color out front is beautiful. <laughs> Look, there's color. Yeah, oh, right. because everything on the street is just heritage colors, yeah. topes, and mauves, and, bleh, beige. and yeah. beige, and yeah. it's awful. Um, and we have so much wall space here. Yeah. And if I were to open this door, you would be grossed out to see the alleyway that's back here. Because it's just this big, open, gross space. <laughs> but if you were to just clean it up even, uh-huh. it would be a beautiful courtyard. Yeah. And it's literally in the heart of downtown and no one does anything with yeah, it. Yeah, turn it into a little pub or something. Yeah. Pub, like a Cafe. Patio kind yeah. of scenario. So, yeah. I mean, we have a significant chunk of land behind the building. Um, that we want to kind of no, like. I can look out the window. Going <laughs> outside. Oh, I'm not going outside. Okay. Yeah. Um, so basically, like, if you see the black car beside the brick wall, straight ahead of you. Uh huh. Yeah. That's my car. Okay, we okay. basically own all the way to that black wall. Oh, all right. Oh, um, so this is all your space. Yeah. So some, I mean. Some decking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so local I, cook. What, what's right? it called when a pop-up restaurant? Yes. Well, so. Being right down the street from a really amazing local restaurant oh, and knowing that we work really well together, yeah. I envision having um, a performance space back uh, here. So yeah. having a stage, more than likely, I just pictured a nice patio so I can do paint nights Ooh, on the patio. Yeah. Um, and outdoor word. workshops, but then also having <laughs> performance yeah. nights, right? Yeah. I mean, you have a beautiful outdoor space. Yeah. If we can keep the crackheads quiet across the alley, <laughs> that would help. But, I mean, it's ideally, my argument is if you just clean it up and light it up and make it a welcome The crackheads won't want to go there. They don't want to hide back here. We want it quiet for our crack. Could yeah. you please right? turn the lights Not off. enjoy yeah. life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crackheads hate Edison bulbs. <laughs> <laughs> is that why that is? <laughs> Yes, exactly. Like, it's just so funny. Like, uh, right above here is our kitchen, and you can wash dishes. Where do we look up? Right? We can't yeah. See it. Um, and like, we have a, a window over the sink that looks right over the alleyway, and it's like sometimes you get a free show. You know, yeah. sometimes there's a man in his underwear with a stick, yelling and screaming at the police that have surrounded him. Like, okay. it's just Aww. so. And, and again, it's like some of those people are really fucked up. Right? Yeah. And there are really great ways to help them. Yeah. Right? And if that means putting a bunch of beautiful murals in the space that they hang out with. Yeah. And hoping that other people that don't do what they do come back here. 
like just inclusiveness yeah. right like making the spaces welcoming and inclusive so that the traffic moves and they're getting exposed to other things and yeah something beautiful something yeah yeah, yeah. and i mean i'm not opposed to having it interactive right yeah, like sure. so making it something where everybody's involved yeah. you you're smoking your pipe put your pipe down grab a paintbrush yeah. like let's go sure right so i mean do you think that you had to go away to get this knowledge in order to bring it back here for me um I will say that there is definitely an outside influence, but mm -hmm. at the same time, I will say that I have always had this weird, rebellious spirit. Cool. Um, I think I've always attributed some of it to the fact that um, my uncle lived in Toronto, and I was interested in stuff, so he'd pick me up sometimes, and I'd go to spend a weekend in Toronto every mm -hmm. now and again. Yeah. Um, but my family didn't really travel a lot. Like, yeah. we went to Florida when I think I was five, and the transmission blew in my parents' van, and my dad just, that's enough. Oh. <laughs> we're never going anywhere. I fucking hate America. Like, oh, we're never I mean. fuck Disneyland, <laughs> burn down Florida, like, just hates it. They'll um, just burn themselves down. Right? Eventually, yeah. Um, but then at the same time, like, when I was in high school, um, I was watching two things happen. I had a lot of really um, talented friends in, doing music. Hmm. And I had a lot of really talented friends doing, like, graphic design and stuff. And then I had a lot of people that were just partying and getting fucked up. Right. Um, and I kind of wavered in between the two. Right. Where it was, like, my conscience was, like, this is a horrible choice and you're going to be in trouble. Right. But then it was like, it's fun! Yeah. It's so fun! Have you tried? <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but at the same time, I was still in touch with all these really creative people kind of not getting pulled into that. Yeah. Um, so I feel like it was 2003 was the first year. Um, I found out that if you just printed off an application from the county, mm -hmm. you could rent the whole park. Oh, cool, including yeah. Including a stage with power for $30. <laughs> so amazing. at, like, 15 I just printed it off, I filled it out, I dropped off $30, and they handed me the key. That's amazing. So you didn't I... didn't have to be the legal I age. wasn't even yeah. the to sign anything. So, and they probably didn't know that, because right. they had no FaceTime with anybody. But, <laughs> That's a good point. So I basically booked out 11 solid hours of music. Cool. And it was at the time of MySpace, so it was I gave oh my, my friends the first chance, yeah. and then it was I just handpicked MySpace bands. Cool. And it was we're gonna put on a show, and we called it Midsummer Breakout. Nice. Um, and that was the summer Dane Cook played <laughs> Dunville. <laughs> so it was like we had all of these bands performing. Call me that night, yeah, okay. right? Yeah. It's a MySpace joke. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, is that what Dane Cook got? Oh, I didn't Kinda. know. Yeah. I did not know that. He um. You so know it was a lot like about Dane Cook. I do. <laughs> we had it's my thesis. <laughs> oh Jesus! I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like we booked out um bands from all over, um. Like, that was around the same time, like, I was getting, like, the ceremonial snips to come play in Dunville all the time. Yeah, I know. I went to school most yeah. of those guys. Yeah. Um, Font Hill, the Unibrows. Cool. I don't know. Okay. I know. Um, I've never heard of them. Oh, they were so snips, good. Yeah. Were they punk? Uh, the snips? The no. kind of, like, snips were, like, metal. Um, yeah, ska metal, yeah. Nice. Because um, they had a horn section and stuff, yeah. Yeah, and then I'm just trying to think, the name escapes me. They're on 102.1 now all the time. They were a band that came out of Welland, and it oh. was, like, they were supposed to play in Dunville once, and it was they, 
like someone died in the family. Oh, no. It was like they, they backed out, and then it was like the next summer, it's like they're famous. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, fuck, like, come on. Uh, so it was, we did all of that, and then it was, I had a friend that did sound. So it was cool. like oh. a, a friend of mine did sound. At the time, another friend of mine, his older brother, ran a skate shop and t-shirt business in town. Cool. So we printed Midsummer Breakout t-shirts. Nice. I had one of my graphic designer friends make a sweet logo. And then it was like, we did it three summers in a row. Cool. Um, you charge people to come? No, it was no, free. it was just fun. It was yeah. all the bands played for free. I made a little bit of money off the t-shirts. Yeah. Um, but the bands other would than sell that, their CDs We were only set to paying 30 bucks out of pocket. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was like at deal, 15, yeah. I'm putting on this 11-hour concert. It's amazing. Um, so you've always been a community builder. Yeah. And then it was really funny because I connected with this couple, um, Rob and Fran. They're, they're local celebrities. <laughs> um, Rob actually grew up in L.A. performing with like the 80 rock legends <laughs> um but he's here doing community work and runs yeah. a little studio out of his house that's amazing like um, music studio yeah awesome cool. yeah so um he's from a band called the river dogs they're famous all over the world he travels a couple weeks of the year but <laughs> likes to stay home yeah um but it was the one year the first year i did the show they had just moved to town Cool. And they were like, whoa, who is this crazy kid? <laughs> like, I was literally, like, running around with a clipboard and then scolding my friends for smoking pot in the bathrooms and being like, you're going to get it shut down! Like, you can't do this! So then it was like, the second year we did the show, I didn't have a sound guy. Oh, no. And Rob was like, I got whatever you need. Sweet. Let me do it. So I was like, this is amazing! And then the third year we did it, um, there was a kid I went to high school with. His dad was in a band in Hamilton. Cool. And he was like one of those legendary Hamilton musicians. <laughs> yeah. He's been in all the bands. He knows all the people. So it yeah. was like, okay, let me get you onto all the radio stations. So it was like, cool. I'm like 17 going in and being interviewed on radio stations all over the place, promoting this ridiculous show. Amazing. Like, yeah. yeah. But it was just, that was that point where it was like, oh, wait a second. Like this is, I can do something with this. Yeah. You probably and also then, learned like how... Like, oh, all you have to do is talk to a person, and yeah. then they might be, they can open up some doors for you, yeah. Yeah, and then, so when I was in school, it was, like, uh, my first year in university for um, journalism was the first year Facebook went public. Okay. And it was a really weird social experiment, because, like, I'm six hours away, and I know what <laughs> everyone back here is doing. Yeah. yeah. They know what I'm doing, and none of my professors can tell me anything about it. Like, they just uh, didn't get it. Yeah, because they, yeah. So it was, like, I did two years at Carleton questioning them being like so I'm in mass communication and you don't understand mass communication um so that's when it was like I did the awkward phone call to my mom and was like I'm dropping at a university to go to event school and they're always they my parents have always been supportive but it was just like okay cool and at that point it was like a super natural thing because it was like well you've been doing this for five years now so you might as well yeah yeah so it was just something but was I, it like had you originally decided on university because you were because of the prestige a university had? Yeah, over it was. Yeah. It totally was. But why do we have such a negative view of college too? Right, like it's just this. We thing. old. That's yeah. why. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. It's like it's so practical. You know. Yeah. Like, I learned more <laughs> at college than I did at two year college. The industrial program. setup. Right. Yeah, right. You're right. Yeah, and I I think that was the frustrating part with university too is like that practical like the practicality of university there is none yeah right like it's let's talk theory 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 no theory, it's theory. gone back to the old days of like if you just want to come here and think for about four yeah. years we'll I just got really cool. good at, at regurgitating what the teacher wanted yeah. me yeah. to I, yeah yeah you yeah. always knew those teachers too so once like I really want your opinions kids like, like let it they were yeah. kids but yeah 
It's like, you know, I, uh, it's a free thought here. And then right away, it's like, I need to regurgitate word for word everything this guy says, otherwise yes. I'm dead. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, I ran into that. I remember I had a history. It was like a 21st century history class. And it was like the students in this class were like his hardcore fan uh. base. Like, it was gross. That happened at Ottawa U, and I didn't know I didn't know enough to think, like, this is weird. Yeah, yeah there was it like was a, so yeah, bizarre. Like, why are you, like, kissing this guy's ass? He's just supposed to be teaching you stuff. Like, yeah, it was just really bizarre. And then it was like, I don't get it. Like, yeah. I'm just here. And then I... It was nice. We had a high. I had an English teacher in high school that literally, like, our prep for going into university was let me teach you the best thing to do: kiss your professor's ass. Wow. Go in, study what they wrote, write their opinions, put your opinion into that, but agree with them every single time. Yep. And it was like, are you kidding? What? And I mean, again, being like that rebellious spirit, being like, are you fucking joking yeah. me? Like, I'm paying you. Yeah, but you know what? That's that's a great hack. <laughs> that's yeah, it really, was. It's like, <laughs> it really if you, was. If you think about that one step further, it means like, great, when you get a job, you're going to have a boss. Yeah. Your main job is to kiss your boss's ass. Yeah. And then you'll get a promotion and then yeah. you'll get... So never None ever of think, that is wrong. No, <laughs> like, no. Never think about never think about your own independence or your until own you're dream, a boss. Until <laughs> yeah, which you might never be because yeah. you'll always be trying to please somebody above yeah. you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's like constantly being reinforcing well, that you should not be the leader. Thankfully, capitalism's about to collapse, and then uh, <laughs> yeah. no, 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 it's not good. It's gonna go to neo feudalism. So hey, I'm yeah. gonna get good at some. Yeah, you need uh, a trade. I be, yeah, in I want to be hurry. some kind of a something Smith of some kind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's just interesting. I mean, the trends, and then like I know before we started anything, we were talking about just how out of touch necessarily the Niagara region is with something like social media. Yeah, like it's just so widely grasped and used, and it's like we probably dodged a bullet. <laughs> no, right? but for, well, for promotional stuff. Oh right. Yeah. If you're just trying to sell your business. Yeah. If I'm oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I should be able to, like, look up a restaurant. restaurant do I want yes. to go to? Yes. Yeah. In the Niagara region. Like, it's only like starting now. Like that egg now. place we went to today. Yeah, that, well, I don't do know. they have yeah. a... All Probably. Right. Like, I saw a first-hand example. So, I worked for the newspaper. Yeah. Um, And the second full-time... Like, the second year I was working for the newspaper, I went into the River Arts Festival, um, the festival that I help with, with an entire marketing plan. So it was, I sat down with our editor and I was like, you agree with all of this? Cool. And it was essentially, I had built a real local entertainment section for our paper. Amazing. Oh, man. Um, so it was, we could promote stuff before it happened. We could Ooh. cover stuff while it happened. We would have interviews with, so like I was, like with the festival, we bring in Juno winning musicians. So it was like, that would make a great article piece. So I would call their management, I would book an interview, and I would get an interview with them weeks before the festival mm. and then drop that in the paper. Amazing. So it was like, from year one of me working in the f newspaper and working on the festival to year two working in the newspaper, having a plan yeah. and seeing the festival, the numbers and the participation of local people went through the roof. Yeah. And then it was like two weeks after the festival, they shut down the newspaper entirely. Oh, yeah. And I kept, mm. And then it was like next year, it's like, how the fuck how do we I, tell how people? How do I tell people about this? Yeah. And it was like, we had nothing. Uh, Social media didn't work. Yeah, we had no newspaper. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it's just slowly. You, guys get this you know what? Here? No, not yeah. anymore. We used to. 
This is creating a hole in the market. There's going to be a huge hole in the market for community news. Yeah. Centers. That'd be cool. Yeah. So, like, there is one here. Um, and, I mean, I'm really impressed with the work they've done, especially in the last couple years, to change it. It, yeah. it was very much a, oh, what a, what a cute local newspaper. Yeah. But now it's got substance. It's like, like yeah. a zine at first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's got a lot of substance now. They work really hard to, like, give up-to-date stuff, like, on social media, which yeah. is really amazing. Um, yeah, because if you're a news source now, you have to be on the internet. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, but there's still sort of this weird void. And it's really funny, um, like, just in the last few months, um, this guy, he grew up here, mm -hmm. he moved away and spent his whole life working in the music industry for record labels. Mm -hmm. Like, this guy's rubbed elbows with amazing people his whole life, and now he's just come back to retire. Huh. But he loves to stir up trouble. <laughs> so he started a group on yeah. Facebook called Dunville Complaints. <laughs> <laughs> and then soon turned it to Dunville Talks. Okay. okay. And it was just a place, a forum yeah. for people just to chat. Yeah. And I mean, he'll be the first one to toss in a piece to discuss, and it's yeah. always interesting. But it was funny because, like, so many people came on and was like, this is awful. You should shut down this page. There cannot be public forum. Like, and it was like, are you kidding me? This is the first time our community has ever had a public forum. Yeah. Uh -huh. Like, what an amazing thing. This like, is democracy. Yeah. In action. Yeah. <laughs> but it was just so funny because there's just so many people against the idea of people sharing their own opinions. Yeah. So, like, I bounce around a lot, right? Yeah. So, like, um, just in the last week, uh, one of the Brock Facebook pages shared a post about the Welland Bridge and yeah. how it's lit up. Bridge 13. Oh, bridge 13. Yeah, Bridge 13. <laughs> so I was like, so I just shared it on the Dunville Talks page and was like, when will we light up our bridges? Yeah. Because it would be beautiful. Yeah. Right? It's just such a small little thing and it's created such a... People yeah. love it. Yeah. Right? Because it's such a beautiful landmark to begin with. Yeah. Like, why not? Just light it. Light just light it up. up. Yeah. And it's just so funny. So like I had... A couple of people be like, yeah, this would be amazing. What a great idea. How simple, but beautiful. I How love it. How dare you suggest such a thing? Well, so today I had a woman post and be like, she would rather know that a vet, a veteran was getting more money or a local charity was getting more money than wasting time and energy oh. on lighting a bridge that will electrocute us all when the river overflows. <laughs> oh my god! And well, it was just like, all, I don't think that that's how that works. Um, yeah. yeah. The other thing is like or they LED got that. Yeah. That sounds like conservative talk point. Very number much. 17, are you also like, yeah, yeah? These are two separate things. Any money that we give to this project does not necessarily mean that if you did not give it to this project, it would go into funding some veterans' yeah. well, organization. So that's my, not how distributing funds <laughs> work. Right. Yeah. Well, and so my argument was is if it's done properly, it can be powered by solar it can be something that's self-sufficient it's one investment yeah and then you're attracting put up a sign people. that says like uh, pay for it by putting up a sign that says all your donations will be matched uh, to go to you know a veterans organization anyway, yeah veterans something yeah and it, but my idea is it's like okay not only now do we have this bridge but now we're getting people to stop and look at the bridge, yeah. and stop and take the bridge, and, and all of those people are posting those pictures on Facebook and social media, and now they're looking, and all their friends are looking and going, wow, I didn't know that's there, I want to go for a drive and see that. Exactly. And, like, this woman was like, I go to Welland for the shops. I've never been to see No, that's <laughs> bullshit. First of all, there's no shops. <laughs> right? Like, you mean you go so to the mall? So much bullshit. Right? Nobody goes to that mall. 
Walt. Right? Like, no. No one goes, goes to Welland. Yeah. No. So it was just funny. So then, like, again, it was, <laughs> well, <Joking> actually, <laughs> did you, you know <laughs> that they light the bridge up, and because they revitalized the bridge space, like, they have Float Fest now. The Float, and, I'm so excited for, I, did, I, love I it. found out about it too late last year, but this year I'm like, I am going to Float Fest. Right? <laughs> is this where people just float on the wall and they did, Yeah, they did like a Guinness Book of World Records. They beat a record of most people like holding hands, holding hands on like floaty devices. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it was funny because like I keep pitching, like we have a river and no one uses it for anything. And I keep pitching it to people being like, we need to use it. Like, Does it what? always move that fast? No, but no, it's, it's just, just really fast okay. right now. Um, it's just like it'd be so fun for like kayaking, kayaking canoeing, yeah. that kind the, of yeah. The one little challenge to keep in mind right below the bridge is a dam so you, gotta, <laughs> yeah, so you yeah. gotta have your events on the upper river or the lower river right. you can't really go over the dam so <laughs> there's one guy in the community that like to describe him nicely he is like the pyramid scheme <laughs> president of the world like right. he can talk positive with every empty catchphrase you can think <laughs> of to motivate people, and it works. Like, oh, he yeah. really does motivate people, but I can't stand to work with him because <laughs> it's just empty. Like, yeah. his oh. speech is just empty. So I said to him, you know, you, you keep trying to do all these things, and you're not even utilizing the local history, the local culture, the yeah. local environment. Like, we don't have... We're on Six Nations land right now. Yeah. Like, this is supposed to legally be indigenous land. Oh, shit. Yeah. By right. a treaty. So, like, in 1812, the agreement was six miles from each side of the Grand River from oh. mouth to source is yeah. yours. First, oh, wait. It's who? First it's Nations. First Nations. Okay, cool, yeah. yeah. And then, well, we just went, ha, 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 you kidding. believed us. Kidding. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, <laughs> so, like, we're living on land that's not even ours, yeah. but we don't even acknowledge that. Yeah. We don't do anything to do with Six Nations mm -hmm. of any kind, and then it's like you see something in St. Catherine's, like, celebration of nations, Yeah. and it's like, holy fuck. Fuck, this is amazing. I was in uh, Hamilton last night, and before the show oh. even started, they're like, we wish to acknowledge A land acknowledgement, yeah. 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 So, like, something like that where the group of us has been going, okay, that's important. we got to yeah. do that at the beginning of our events. Yep. Um, so, like, we do a land inclusion, or a land acknowledgement, and then a social inclusion statement as okay. well. Okay, great. Um, but it's the idea that, yeah. So I said to Pyramid Scheme President of the World, I'm like, hey... Something like Float Fest in Welland. Yeah. You have a depressed community of a failing economy, yeah. but we have a river and a bridge, so we're going to just let people float in it, and they're going to be happy. You know in Sarnia, they, there's a thing where people just, like, jump off a rock and just go floating under the bridge, like, for, just like it's like an activity. Yeah. That's just fun. Do. Is it dangerous? I, well, I mean, it can't be that dangerous if that many people okay. do. Yeah. No, that sounds awesome. It's like yeah. Chippewa, right? Don't jump do off they the... Do in Chippewa? Yeah, yeah, Chippewa, okay, you cool. just jump off the bridge. Man, There's signs fun. everywhere, but... Don't do this. It's like, go. oh, that's a yeah. good... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, everyone looks the other way. Yeah, so it was like, I pitched him. I'm like, you know, Wellen's doing this thing where, you know, like, Float Fest, and they just broke a record, and it's... We're going to do that. Right. You and me, we're going to do it. We're going to do Float Fest. We're going to start up here, and we're going to float all the way to Port Maitland. We're just going to shut the whole river down. And I'm like, what about the dam? Yeah. Oh, I didn't think of that. Yeah. And what about the shipping route and all the fishing routes? Like, you can't just shut the river down. No, that's my <laughs> thing. <laughs> like, so. let's be practical here. Yeah. But, like, why don't you have a floating barge with a stage on it like Welland does? Yeah. Why don't you have a barge with anything on it like Welland does? Listen, like, it took Welland a long time to get to this yeah. point as well, right? Yeah. How did that, like, how did that happen? James mm -hmm. Takeo, I bet. Right? Yeah. I know, I know. Blame him for everything. Yeah. It's so great, though. I think like, it's like they... 
when they rebuilt, when they built the new city hall and the new library, yes. it seemed to be like a little awakening of how we, we could re- revitalize yeah. the yeah. island a little bit. And it, uh, I don't know if there's any association with this, but I feel like around the same time there was the 200th anniversary of the War of 1812, and there was money coming into the yes. Niagara region from the government. Yeah. But like, conversely, yeah. they lost one of the mills and John Deere around yeah. that time as well. Yeah. Did right. they, we don't have John Deere anymore? No. Yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I was away for a while. Right? right? Yeah, so it's, it's interesting to me because, like, what's happening here from, like, a municipal government level um, is a lot of controversy. <laughs> um, yeah. like, just across the road from where we are now, there used to be the old arena. Yeah. And they, it, they condemned it, they tore it oh. down, and it's just a big empty vacant lot. They built the oh. arena someplace else. Yeah. Um, but the farmer's market was still there. Oh. And it was, well, we want a bigger, better farmer's market. Why not? Yeah. And so there was a huge public consultation where it was, well, what do we do? Are, are we going to use the space as green space, parking space, development space? Like, and it was like people were at war. Oh, man. Because um, green space means they might have events, and that means the people live near there might have to listen to yeah. loud things. But they built, um, or they are building a beautiful new farmer's market with yeah. interior space and exterior That's smart. space. So you can do um, it in the wintertime? Yeah, so, which is great. And then it's like up the river, we have Cuyuga. Right. Um, and the municipality as a whole, each little community has like a satellite office, so you can go pay your taxes in your town. Oh, cool. Essentially. Um, so what's happened is they've said, no, that's a waste of money. Right, they're going to centralize. We're going to centralize everything, but instead of just moving it to the giant administration building that's already on historical land, we're going to destroy it oh. and build a brand new one mm. and sell off all of the historical land that we own. Uh, and all the community members are going no 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 like i guess unless the building is like beyond repair no yeah but it's not like who cares like usually you can yeah if it is there's ways you can maintain it yeah there's ways you can keep it so it's like what they're doing is they propose to move the library from its existing location to a new location and no one in the community wants it there huh. because the original location is in like the community square. Yeah. Okay, right. Yep. They want it there. That makes sure. sense. Yeah. Um, and then this administration building, someone did a bunch of digging and found out like the financials of this is just absurd, and we're going to be paying the debt on this for, for years to yeah. come. Um, and it's like, why? Why do you have to do any of this? So there's a lot of like political movement from the community trying to dig up information and fight it, and the municipality's like, we're gonna do it anyways! It's all in the name of progress! And everyone Mm. in the community is going, well, if you want progress, why don't you do this? Yeah. No, Um, modernize what's already here. No, you should look into those people on the council and uh, what uh, construction people they are related to. That's exactly it. And we already know. Like, that's the thing. It's all corruption. It's all somebody's gonna need to run against them. Yes. And so, and Lacey for president. Right. Well, and the big, the big argument that we're having right now is who on earth would want to sit on that council? Right. Because yeah. it's literally a council of old white men. Yeah, course. you should probably have women. Yeah, right. And all it's women at least. And, yes. it, and I mean, no, not uh, it, you. I mean, to start. Take it all. No, take it, take all, it over. all. Get rid of all the men. It, but it's that challenge of what 
single woman would want to right. put themselves in that position. And I remember having to go and just be a reporter yeah. at the council meetings, being and like, oh, oh honey, God. get me some coffee. Yeah, <laughs> right? Like, it's I'm showing up dressed as a professional and you're giving me the up and down yeah. while you're talking to me. Yeah. Like, fuck off. Yeah. Like, it's just gross. Yeah. So it's just like one of those things where something has to change and it's not changing, but the staff that support council are really amazing. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's something where it's like you pick and choose your battles. Yeah. If you can get to them, they can recommend things to council, but council can only listen so much. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, the big push for me right now is that um, Haldeman County and Norfolk County, they don't participate in culture days. Huh. So it's like you open up the Culture Days map and you look at the map of Ontario and there's literally hundreds of thousands of events yeah. happening all over and then it's like just this dead zone. This North Korea along. of yeah. culture. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like that's insane to me. Yeah. So it's like we participate. like last year we officially participated as the only place in all of Haldeman County to participate. Wow. And it was like, why aren't you doing this? Yeah. Why aren't you doing... Like, St. Catharines is raising a Culture Days flag right now. Like, why are we not participating? And it's like, oh, I don't know. Money. Well, come on. That's where money is going to be coming from in the future. Yeah. Yes. So, like, what we've been kind of doing is, like, collecting lists of names of people in the community that are creatives that work within the community, but also work outside of the community. Right. Um, and we're hoping that we can propose to council to let us have an arts and culture commission. Cool. Similar to what Welland has. And just having a public voice that we can inform. Yeah. You know, because I think some of it is just that they're so busy focusing on what's happening here. They're not looking outside of the county. They're not looking at other local examples. Because to me, if you look anywhere, like if you look at St. Catharines, you look at Welland, you look at Niagara Falls, you look at Hamilton. Hamilton, yeah. It's booming. Yeah. I feel like we're at the start of the boom as yeah, well. Like, it's going to yeah. get crazy big. And Hamilton? Well, just or in general. All of these places. Right. Cause oh, yeah. People are coming in. Yeah. Once that train gets built, too. Yes. Yeah. So you have access to a huge market in Toronto with lots of rich people because that's where all the banks live. Yeah. And a bunch of people here that don't have work on a line anymore. Yep. Right. Uh, you're going to have something called uh, basic income that's, that's going to yeah. be growing as well. So you're going to have a lot of people who don't have to worry about dying from not having not a job. Eating. Yeah. Yeah. And they're going to be like, kind of bored. Should do something. Yeah. Here's some art. Yeah. <laughs> go do, go write a poem. Or, go do a yeah. song. Yeah. Or yeah. if nothing else, they'll be like, I'll go watch people perform art. Yeah. 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 If I can't do it myself, yeah. I'll spend what money I have on yeah. supporting, yep. contributing to the community. Yeah. 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 Design a video game. Right? Yeah. There could be Open so many a things. restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's interesting, because it's so funny, because at this point, it's like one of those, like, hindsight 2020. Yeah. You look at Hamilton, and they have all these big, beautiful industrial factory oh. spaces that oh, they're yeah. converting into studios. That's amazing. Yeah. And it's like, Dunville was an industrial super center in the 1800s. So much of the Niagara region was like... Yeah. Giant steel mill or yeah, so we were textiles. Okay, oh, cool. um, so like 
Oh, so you have big walled places. Massive spaces. And you know what? We have literally torn, torn every single one oh, down to build shit. beautiful little homes for retirees. Oh, right. And it's like... Swing and a miss on that Now one. everyone's complaining because it's like, well, we don't have industrial space and we don't have these spaces. And it's like, you ruined you all of them. tore them all down. And you yeah. couldn't even imagine the potential they have today. Yeah. I mean, at least a keg. Like, right? Yeah. <laughs> Something. Like the one in St. Catherine's It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, and there's a, yeah, a couple buildings like that in St. Catherine's. But, but like, I, yeah, well, they're tearing down the, well, then again, some of them were, like, toxic, though. Yes. All right. Yes. Like, the one in, in uh, But no, a textile place would like... be fairly clean. Yeah. 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 Probably a lot of natural light. Maybe yes. Dies, but yeah, and the, like, beautiful brick that you can't, like, even get anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and I mean, it's funny because there definitely is sort of this mindset that you have to overcome. Um, just down the street, I was talking earlier about the bar that's been here since the beginning of the town mm -hmm. so back in november we hosted an event for the festival at this place and we learned that we well we knew that they had renovated the restaurant bar space yeah to look more natural look like it used to cool. perfect it's gorgeous it looks like you're going back in time yep um but we also learned that she has 14 rooms <gasps> on the second floor that what? she has completely renovated. Has oh. she heard of the Angel Inn? Like <laughs> well, but this is the thing. So it was, why are they empty? And her answer is because it is far too much trouble to have to rent Manage them out to it. people because <coughs> you're going to get losers, essentially. And I get that. So Not if you uh, make it cost Expensive. Yeah. <laughs> but but, but at the same on. time, make them artist studios. Yes. Right? Like, imagine... <laughs> Shared creative spaces. Yeah, that's like, something in, in St. Catharines they're doing. Like, you have 14 empty rooms. Putting them up for 150 bucks a piece yeah. is way more money than you're going to make. You're probably not going to spend that much money on hydro. And now, all of a sudden, you have a cluster that's of, amazing. like, crazy creative people. people. That's yeah. how New York got yeah. its creative scene. Right? Yeah. And it's so funny because, like, people go upstairs and it's like one of those things where it's very humble upstairs right like yeah so my boyfriend he has three kids he has oh, twin daughters okay. and then he has a little boy uh -huh. so like they're they live in hamilton with their mom okay so they're here on weekends most of the time okay but it's like the bedrooms are theirs yeah because when they're not here the whole apartment is ours yeah so like we just have like a bachelor set up our bed is in the living room right so is our coffee table which is also our dining room table right and it's so funny because people come in and go like i feel like i'm I mean, it's a quaint little space. We, yeah. make it, we make it work, right? This is how, you know, this is how, like, these buildings were built. They're built around yeah. the same time prior to this kind of place and some yeah. of these cool places in New York. There was, like, an Irish family of 30 living in <laughs> that space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's just interesting because, like, there's still this idea that it's too much trouble. And people would rather have spaces sitting empty and vacant <sighs> than mm. try to deal with people and people's bullshit. But it's like, man, creative people... We're pretty easy going. Yeah. Like, if you get, just give them a canvas and some paints. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but, I mean, there's yeah. still a lot of potential in the community. It's just, um, it's hidden. But it's amazing that you're working towards, you know. Yeah. Improving. Yeah. I mean, like for me, it's like a selfish thing at the same time, because for me, if I can have creative freedom and I can pay my bills doing that, I'm happier. And ultimately, I only have two goals. I just want to create and I want to travel. There you go. So if I can work and save money and travel, that's great. But ideally, it would be one of those things where I would love to have this self-sufficient in the future so that I can travel and work and travel and work. Yeah. And, yeah. Sounds like an amazing goal. <laughs> yeah, no. Slowly but surely. Slowly but yeah. surely. This is only April. It'll be like year four. 
Cool. So. Oh, that's still yeah. pretty early. Yeah, in, yeah. In so I'm yard. still in part, you're still in the first part of your five-year plan. You yeah. haven't gotten beyond five-year plan yet. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like I've noticed, you don't have an espresso machine in here. I don't drink coffee. Oh. I know, but other humans do. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's so funny. Like, like you said, I don't rest, and I yeah. don't. And then people are like, you don't drink coffee either. Oh. Neurosis. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> I have my own caffeine factory yeah. right up in here. Yeah, exactly. It's amazing. Well, thanks so much for taking this the was time awesome. to talk to us. About, yeah. yeah. Now we know a lot more about Dunville than we ever. Yeah. Before. Ever thought ever humanly imagined. possible. Ever imagined. Yeah. Cool. Thanks so much. This was fun. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I'm waving and I don't know why. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. Goodbye. Yeah. Can we? Do you want to say? Do you want to say it? Struggle on, everybody. You want to say struggle on? Struggle on! Yay! Yay!